Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> so, are we, are we recording? All right, so uh, we're here with uh, none other than this is the, actually the intro. This is the intro. Yeah. Um, I, I hopefully we don't keep what was before, but the 2003 uh, Kart Sport New Zealand champion uh, in cadets, I believe. 2004. 2004. 2004. North Highland, right? Was it North was Highland? It, was champs? it four? Three, three was North Highland. So ah, actually, okay, that actually was we're, we're, we're rolling off all of my highlights out of the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah mate. Thanks for that. So it's all going downhill for <laughs> We'd like to start at the beginning. <laughs> and then I think it was the 2007 uh, Junior Yamaha Kart Sport New Zealand Sprint Championships. Am I right? Uh, 2006. Mate, always off by JR's, you. JR's, actually junior. JR's champion. was a great yeah. category. That there we are. I strongly disagree. Um, I was gonna. I was actually gonna say I'm. I'm stoked to be here. Is that what you're getting at? Is that your introduction? I right? was just saying that we've got someone in our presence that's oh. won the uh, 2003 New Zealand Kart Sport Championship. So. And you can't Thanks, say that mate. about a lot of people. No. no. I was gonna. Know. I was gonna say. I mean, two of us have got Mount Wellington Club days to our names. This guy. Yep. This guy. Surely not. Club yeah. champ. Yeah. Club champ. Club champ. Far out. National, national schools champion, soon to be Alfa Romeo factory driver. Yeah. You, I mean, <laughs> you know. That's massive achievement. Yeah. That's a, that's I mean, you know, uh, we're in the company of gods here. Did you ever. Uh, <laughs> I, I was just going to. No, we never raced against each other, but probably since 07, next career highlights, 2023, being on Screaming Meals. A lot, of people, yeah, a lot mean, of people say this is sort of the peak of their career. And it just all goes downhill yeah. through cancellation from the show. This is yeah. the second most prestigious podcast in motorsport, yeah, second I've, to the I've, Max Verstappen one. I've, yeah. I've had a lot of people say it's the end of my career here too, but... Was that Tom Blanc first? was. <laughs> <laughs> Last week's show, as you've seen on Twitter, uh, probably. But uh, no, well, it was good to have you here. Um, Thank you. And we want to talk a little bit about your career other than your karting successes in New Zealand. Um, you've had a bit of a different ride through to Formula E than most. Um, talk us through the difference between a transition between to Europe and a transition to Japan, because that's something that you spend a lot of time doing. Yeah, that was that was a bit of a transition. Um, cool though. How's I was, your I was very I was very lucky. Had a good run at Macau in Formula Three. Actually, leading up to that Macau, we were hanging out back in New Zealand, doing a few runs. I remember training. that. I remember those days fondly, mate. Um, what's even funnier is I went to Europe at like the 17th of January and every morning me and Nick and I would uh, have breakfast together and then we'd go to the gym. Mm -hmm. um, and f to my surprise, when I, when I went to Europe, um, he continued going to my house for breakfast. Oh, he's I, done I, me. I did continue going to the gym you, as well. Are you best um, friends? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you got one of the holiday gym cards as well? I've got... Um, it's just the poached eggs were phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was shocked to hear about it from my mum of all people, but um, I... <laughs> yeah, I know. You're going to have to mm. unpack this one. Yeah. No, that's enough, that's enough said. I mean... Um, so Marx's mum makes fantastic poached eggs in the morning. Exactly. Yep. So we'll leave, let's, let's leave it at that. Yeah, I, I know yeah. where you're trying to go with that, and, then, and we're not having any of that yeah. here on Screaming Me, it's all right. <laughs> but basically after that, I then headed to Japan for my first year at Formula 3 there. Um, was pretty different. I was living like in a, in a town called Gotemba, which is an hour and a half out of Tokyo. Okay. Near Fuji Speedway. Mm -hmm. um, and where, where, do you, where are you starting? Because Tokyo is like three times the size of London or something. Yeah. So yeah, it's you, huge. So right? you're a long way out of the, the middle. Oh, no, I was not around anyone. I, um, 
I've got more friends in this room than I had there. <laughs> <laughs> How was it working with the engineers? Was your engineer, uh, did he speak English? Because sometimes they don't. And there's a bit of a problem with the language. There must have been a lot of hand gestures going. Yeah, yeah th there was. But man, I was, I was lucky. Like Tom's, they've had a lot of international guys across the years. So They're sort of like the premier of Japanese F3, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, had, I for sure had the best car. I had brilliant preparation. The guys were a lot of fun, just easy. But it was just such a different working style to Europe. Like there's, there's no, when you arrive there, there's no driver development. It's you're expected to be what? at a level, and if you're not, you're not there again. That's kind of that's uh, that's very different to Europe because yeah. the junior yeah. formulas in Europe. I mean, Clem, you you can chime in on this one, but... You do a whole lot of testing, a whole lot of sim, which I despise, by the way. And, uh, yeah, no. Um, the big PlayStation. Hi, hi, hire him. <laughs> yeah, hire me. No, no, He's sim, sim. sim guy. Oh, huge. Uh, spent countless hours on there, obviously developing uh, for the teams and that that I've been working for. But, Some uh, say that he is the reason Felipe Drogovic is the Formula 2 champion. Quite rightly so, actually. The educated course. minds of the sport, yeah. Well, I think, you know, um, <laughs> I was a major contribution definitely to the MP title with probably about six or seven percent of the team's points. Um, six or seven points. <laughs> <laughs> Practically. Uh, no, but I did spend a whole bunch of time on the sim developing that car for him. So, Bollocks. Know. I know that you went there, you had a coffee, you did seven laps, you jumped out, went for a massage, came back. Well, you, have you been to the MP sim yet? I have. So, you know the couch. Nick, did you know that I'm doing McCown next week? I just saw it. Yeah, did, yeah did you know that? Cool. Did you watch him race yesterday when this comes out? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Congratulations or commiserations. Um, <laughs> Maybe with Paolo. That's cool. I know. That he was your engineer, cool. wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's cool. That is cool. Man, Paolo's been like with him. everyone. Yeah. When you yeah, think about it. Mega. So, um, Paolo was my engineer in F3. Your engineer in F3. Yeah. Felipe's engineer in F2. F2. Schumacher's engineer in F3. Yeah. So you, you and you and I are the only <coughs> to get titles with them. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's saying something, man. So, so you did. Speaking of title, you did the F three. You won that title in Japan, and then yeah. you did the European Actually, one. So then I was with Paolo the following year. Yeah. In, in Europe, but 2015, I had I had two races in Europe at the end of that season. So between the last round, or the second to last round, and the final round, there's like a, a two month gap, mm. Mm -hmm. and um. I was equal on points with, with my teammate heading into that final round. Oof. Who was this, sorry? Stroll. With, uh, no, this is in Japan. Oh, sorry. In 2015. And um, it was Kenta Yamashita. Okay, yeah, I remember this. Yeah. And, uh, and then at the same time, um, Prema had a seat come up. And I, and I wrote Rene. Um, I basically asked if there was any interest. And I was like expecting a no and yeah. somehow there was a yes that's awesome and um what, how did you message him was it facebook messenger like no, was, did, you, did you poke him it was whatsapp no, it, was, it, was, it was whatsapp um and then went to to portimao basically for i did two races with with promo in, in that gap yeah went to the official test and was quickest day one Crowd. thinking like yeah i'm the man that's where it went down sure from there. Yeah. Really? Went, oh. nah, it was it was it was really cool. I did two those two races and then so carried on in twenty sixteen after that. Yeah. But um with, with so Lance. You, so you went from Japan back to Europe. And then yeah, back to Japan. But I was doing twenty sixteen I was doing Super G T as well. 
with, with Toyota. So mm -hmm. I stayed with Toyota. Okay. Did Super GT. And then 2017, went and did Super Formula, Super GT. Now, a lot of people say that um, the Prema days <clears throat> is like some of you, you weren't in Prema, Clem, but no. the guys that were there always say that um, they're some of your most fond memories. They're, they're a fun team, right? It's a, it's quite cool. It's a family it's cool. vibe. Yeah, it's cool. I've been quite lucky, though. I must say, I don't, honestly, I don't think I've, I can really name a bad team. It's probably best if you don't. <laughs> no, no. Honestly, like I've had all my teams been pretty cool. Prima for, for sure was fun, but even like I was with T Sport before that in Formula Three, that was fun. They were good guys in yeah, Japan. Yeah. It was cool. Formerly, I've had good teams, so yeah. And lucky. you did a lot of stuff in New Zealand as well, and especially in Toyota racing yeah. series, all that kind of stuff. How it many, how many Grand Prix wins do you have? Three, 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 three. Grand Prix. Yeah, triple, well, I was triple there for his third. <coughs> <laughs> I, I was there on the engineering wall, cheering my pal on Neil Motorsport. Five. Neil how Motorsport. How, how many have you got? How many do I have? Well, you've got. You're of one. You one ECU away from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not that's, that's honestly one of the most painful memories of my life, I think. I know. I was what there was, what was worse, it. that or when Schwartzman drilled you in Austria? Uh, oh, a terrorist by far. Yeah, okay. Because Austria was kind of like... It's still a championship to yeah. decide, yeah. Did you yeah. see my, my New Zealand Grand Prix? No. No? Oh, one of the most devastating moments it was it was the sort of uh team new zealand america's cup of 2017 personified in a lap where we won like seven straight you need to win eight and then america <laughs> won like eight nil you literally shat the bed <laughs> <laughs> is that a really long way of describing it are we which year are we talking about 18 or but 19 to be, to be fair i could never quote america's cup like this. that was fantastic <laughs> he's been listening that to the acc I'm, I'm an encyclopedia and, of new zealand sport. but i but i remember watching that america's cup thinking and seeing that there was there was the, the week the, off or the yeah. couple of days off and just the and despair they had the the boat change and and we knew yeah, it was the america's man. cup we were we were seven we were seven zero up at seven one up we knew it was gone yeah 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah, regular sailing viewers will be familiar with what we're talking about, but yeah. Um, yeah well, to be, to be fair, I mean, there's a lot yeah, of there's a lot, there's a lot of motorsport chat here. <coughs> I thought we were here to talk about meals. So I've not really been. Uh, this is a tendency with screaming meals now. Obviously, it's common it was, misconception. Yeah, it's it's yeah. An, it, the name is, is still a bit of an issue, as in most. Guests believe they're coming in to talk about food, lifestyle. Bullshit. We, we could do a bit of Japanese cool. cuisine, though, because oh, yeah. you're a big Japanese huge. cuisine fan. Yeah. Huge oh, yeah. fan of Japanese yeah, cuisine. Ooh. <laughs> Can't afford that. Yeah. <laughs> Ivy Asia. <laughs> Ivy Asia's actually more, yeah, sort of vibe. Yo, sushi, maybe. Mm, sometimes. But yeah, no, um, London. What do you think of the uh, Japanese food in London compared to Japan? <laughs> Great question. Great question. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> This is for me, who's never been to Japan, obviously. An avid Japanese food fan. Uh, well, it's so full of shit. No, that was a mint segue. I stand by that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, good, good question, mate. I must say, when I went to... Here you go. Truthful answer. When I first went to Japan, I couldn't believe how much Italian food there was. In Japan? Did you expect that answer? No. No, you didn't. Man, honestly, like um, yakiniku, okay? Yep. Korean barbecue kind of style. A lot, but big fan of the Korean barbecue. Yeah, yeah, same. Bit of, bit of 
Cows I can tell, time. brother, you got your top button undone there. Oh, mate. I've got everything <laughs> undone. I've had some... We're going to cut here. Quick boys. snake axes. We're, we're not gonna, cutting here, mate. No, we're not. We're going to um, Get the ude on. Yeah, I've had, had a few issues Give today. Give the fans what they want to see, mate. Yeah. There we go. Um, I feel a bit tighter now. It told you. Yes, yeah. There we go. Um, <laughs> that's not going to be cut. <laughs> <laughs> no chance. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of Italian restaurants. There you are. Yeah. Grouse. Um, <laughs> Clam, thanks for that question. Yeah, no, no worries. I just thought I'd <laughs> yeah. put in a bit of a meal Hang segment. On, so, uh, we'll learn so, something. So, Clem, by the way, what, what do you what do you think of the uh, Japanese food in London? Oh, I think it's really good. Yeah. Mightily expensive though, um, but uh, the Otoro here is especially good. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. There you go. He took me to Nobu one time. Um, Nobu. Yes. Or no, it was Zuma. We've been to Nobu. Recall. We've been to Nobu. It's uh, I don't think it's worth the investment, personally. No, no, it's... Speaking of investment, how's the difference in shoes? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> now, you might not believe this, but I actually got these on sale. No, I can uh, believe it. I yeah. can believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 20, 20 bucks in yeah, now. Those have seen every single nightclub in London. Yeah. Those yeah, they've, Gucci they've, it's either them or the black ones, you know. It's, it's my But they are, though. Like, the toe. The toe could be, like, a polished brogue I'd wear at Lloyd's. Like, they're that dark at the front. And yeah. then the camel sort of at the back. Well, you know, it's the just... Contrast the contrast is quite something. There yeah. we are. If Whereas, you... Uh, uh, if, since we're talking about partying... This uh, is a lot more fun than racing, oh, generally. Oh, massive. I'm glad oh. you're with us. Yeah. This is, uh, this yeah. is great I'm glad chat. we've stared it away from racing, to be honest. So, uh, if you could put your top three nightclubs for a post-race party, mm. what would they be? Man, oh, well, or you can do cities. You could do cities. Doesn't mean it doesn't need to be a nightclub, I guess. Like, yeah, <coughs> Tokyo destinations. Is, Tokyo yeah. is, is was for me the best. Really, that was cool. Very very cool. Any place um, in particular? Yeah, there's a couple. Calendar girls? No. No, like I think you'll find that honestly, Queen Street in New Zealand. Yeah, Queen Street. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, I I find I'm not a massive clubbing guy. Might seem weird to say that but oh, I love they're different yeah yeah we're, we're different i love going mm. to like bar I, old school music i'm a dive bar guy. love we, a dive we call, bar we call it daniel gaunt party you know <laughs> sing along yeah yeah a few few beers with your mates and that's have, t- that's so american man you'd love that probably that's yeah. very american yeah. speaking that's of actually daniel gaunt i've heard in the porsche new zealand uh championship back in like 07 when reynolds was running in it and all that kind of stuff they had a rule like if you left the bar first on the Saturday night, then there was some kind of punishment applied the next day. The last one to leave the bar got some kind of gentleman's agreement head start. We had the opposite in Japan. We had the, <laughs> we had the trophy for first to get there. Yeah, so that was first to the bar. First to the bar. Yeah. yeah. Back in Tokyo, it was always like a race, full traffic. Guys were taking the inside, you know, hard shoulder lanes. <laughs> but it started back in the eighties, nineties. I think the guys back then was. I think I was probably pretty tame compared to that, by the sounds. Everything in the 80s and 90s sounds like a lot more fun, doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. Um, Clem's trying to pick it back up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been trying to, you know, obviously. What do you think is missing? No social well, media? <laughs> that, yeah, essentially. That would probably, help. That would yeah. actually qu- help quite a lot, I reckon. I feel like the young, the young guns of today, I went to Silverstone to watch um, F3 or NF2, and everyone is very buttoned up. Because there's almost like a, 
uh, not to say whether it's right or wrong, but you know how there's sort of like a stereotypical perfect racing driver? George Russell. And his name is David Coulthard. <laughs> but... Um, DC, DC. <laughs> DC's paid hey, more than yeah. anyone on the talk grid. Of, talk about bar-related prizes. <laughs> Jesus, David yeah, Coulthard's maybe, maybe name David probably comes Coulthard's up. That's a bad example. Yeah, uh, and everyone, everyone definitely buys into that now. Like people, we need more Clement Novaks in the world. That do. just, yeah. do you know what? That is the nicest compliment I think I've ever it's received. Very nice, yeah. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree. I'm just not ready for it to be myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally understand. It's it's definitely not a lifestyle for everyone. It's a leap of faith, that's for sure. <laughs> it's for sure a leap yeah. of faith. Yeah, if there a was real... a guy, if there was a championship for who had the most fun throughout the season, oh mate, I'd set go that by miles. Who'd be who'd be a close second? One probably. Juan, he yeah. has a good time on. Maybe Roy Nassani. Well, Roy Nassani. How was uh, how was Zanfort? Oh mate. Um, well, I, you obviously on the it's Saturday been... or the Sunday. Sorry? You went on the Saturday? Sunday, Sunday. That's, so, that's, that's lucky. Which was better, yeah. That's, yeah. that's lucky. Well, actually, last time I won on the Saturday, and it was a pretty tame celebration compared to uh, this Sunday. You won uh, on the no, Saturday? No, no, I finished second behind you. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible time. Remember, shed it, shed it off the line. Uh, <laughs> shed it off the line. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible start. <laughs> no, um... Well, it's been, a, it's been a massive topic of conversation for the last three podcasts. I mean, my win in Zanvoort is pretty much the highlight of my career, right? So, um, I wouldn't say that. I'd say it's, well, I'd say it's the highlight WSK. of Dutch civilization, to be honest. Well, no, it was, it was a pretty... What, so run us through the, the evening activities. What, what, oh, the evening we activities do? were pretty tame, actually, because we had Monza the week after. I mean, we went to uh, some party by the beach. Yeah, the, the prince? Yeah, the prince, the prince who was having I think owns the track. Okay. So yeah. we were there and... Uh, don't remember much. There was a guy on one That's of those, cool. like you know, the like the jetpack that you stand yeah. on, but in yeah. the water. Um, there was a guy in, in a, a pool. pool on that. Uh, someone did a backflip on a jet ski and like soaked a group of people. Yeah, that was very fun. Right next to us. Uh, and the guy, there was a private performance from the Swedish house mafia dude. Yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. Okay. Good party. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it was it was That's it was cool. it was cool. And um, well, I think you remember a lot more than I do. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it was... I, I tried to light a joint off the back of someone's exhaust pipe. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to distance myself. Yeah, I'm going to fully distance myself from that one. <laughs> you know, it was a good after party. But um, yeah, no, Zan, I mean, the weekend was good. And everything went yeah. Good, yeah, sweet. For me, one of the, one of the all-time great after parties uh, is always after Silverstone Grand Prix. Okay. You're where, joking. Yes, mate. Well, I think the Tweet year with you was Sunday great. Night. It's always the most expensive one as well. Yeah, right? that's the problem. It's the, the great thing about having Clem with you. Oh, no. Is you get to about 3 a.m. and you're like, getting a bit tired. You know, I can't find Clem. Well, I best go. I'll leave him with the bill. And anyways. What were we talking about? Um, I've completely lost my train of thought. Here. Uh, oh, dude. So, you're actually the big hotshot next year, aren't you? Am I? This is now the podcast about Marcus. Okay. No, no, that's no, right. no, 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 I'm no, good no it's not. That's pretty cool. Oh, wait. Full oh. race calendar. Before, before we you talk know, about IndyCar too much. I was going to say, like, you're looking very thin and, mate, you got it. No. Bulk up. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. That was a, a really long way of calling someone a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you did a Sebring test recently in IndyCar as well. I did in February. How did you yeah. find that, mate? I was, I was there for that day. Didn't want to, didn't want to miss the uh, historic moment. You ran home early. 
Yeah, I remember right. looking in the box. Where's Marcus? No, he'd gone back to Miami. Dashed to Miami. Sounds <laughs> about right. Sounds about right. Had a reservation at Soho House. He couldn't miss. <laughs> Common theme. Yeah, I can't remember what I was doing that night in Miami, but yeah, I did probably best oh, not disclose. I can I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, that was very cool, though. That's very very cool. Um, and you were driving the number ten Alex Palou championship yeah. winning car. Ooh, cool. Yeah, that was the championship winning car in the end. That was pretty cool. Um, so you set up the year, you know, laid the foundation. I didn't and then, set up yeah. anything. <laughs> <laughs> how did you find it compared to the other stuff you've driven? As far as single seater specifically, like how did it compare to the most recent like um, a Formula E car? Formula E is so different, yeah. man. Like I was, I was rusty to be honest. The first first part of the morning, pretty rusty, and then we've got. Um, hey, see you later. <laughs> Come on in. You're welcome yeah. to join us. Come oh, your, your laptop. You're all good. Come yeah, on. yeah, come, yeah, on, no, come no. on. Go, go for it. Go for it. <coughs> we're, we're live. I can come back. Come. Yeah, it's you're, fine. You're it's already, fine. You're already on camera. Yeah, it's right. 100,000 okay. people have already seen you. Can you sign a release for? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I'm going to just, like, you guys keep on doing it. Hey, no worries. Yeah, that's right. Um, Maybe this is a good opportunity to talk about Lance Stroll. <laughs> As everything's no, just shut on. off. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was our light. <laughs> Let's get some structure to this. Let's talk a bit about um, these guys. Don't realize how fucking tough Macau is, do they? Are you getting ripped on IndyCar memes? No, well, they're just taking the piss of me driving like a little tiny toy. Oh, okay. Oh, so they're yeah, actually I like you're gonna find it quite weird. Is that panning you out as a big deal? No. Yeah, but you know how. Like, we should get this rolling. Are we rolling? Yeah, we are. Like you know how tough it is going to Macau. No, no I reckon you're what. gonna find it weird. In what sense? Like the car is going to feel strange. It will feel weird. You don't like. Don't I think you'll be fine. I think you'll. I think you'll have a good weekend. To be honest, I'm pretty. I'm predicting that. But don't I reckon like, Macau is the event. You need to, you know, find that rhythm, build up to it, and you obviously miss that chance to find the rhythm early because you're just getting used to the car again, right? Mm. But you'll be you'll be okay. Yeah, but people don't realize how hard it is. Like, no, no, for sure. That's what I mean. It is because you don't have that rhythm. You don't know the car. Like it's gonna. It's harder than normal. But you were right. You didn't do the championship the year that you did Macau with T-Sport, did you? Uh, no, I did the last two races, so I knew the car, right? Uh, Got a bit of a lead-in. Yeah. To be fair, my um, my thought process is knowing an F3 car that? is all well and good, but driving around Macau is, fuck, it's tough. Like... Oh... Uh. <laughs> Okay. It is, it <laughs> he doesn't is. agree with me. No, no, it is, but you got to you got to put yourself in like this is the way I look at it because I think if he even IndyCar man, you're on street tracks all the time. Have See you later. Um, you know you're on some pretty tough gnarly street tracks, but mm. it's the same thing every time. Everyone's in the same situation. It's not like people are doing quali laps and you're not. You know, it's everyone's in that same build-up phase. Mm. So I don't know. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, those the Pirelli the Pirelli bollocks is the thing that is concerning me. So it's more yeah, I see it more that side in the car rather than the actual track build up, you know, because everyone's gonna be in the same situation. The you good thing screw. the good thing about IndyCar is you go out the box flat out and uh, yeah. you just drive the wheels off it. Oh uh, yeah. And now I've, I've now you're gonna have to you do your you out you warm you yeah. push. And you're cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're gonna find that quite painful. I think, yeah, actually, I've seen the uh, the team's warm up procedure, and it's like it's remind it's given me Pirelli PTSD. PTSD. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. I quite liked the the, the Pirelli. No, I just the. I was gonna say you I was were just gonna say that the the build push cool. 
Uh, it gives you a bit of time to get, rest. Get your breath back. Mm. Yeah, exactly. No, it's true. Um, Do you feel like you missed out on Formula Two? Uh, in what way? Would you have liked to have done it? Um, Had it made sense for your? Yeah, car? it's probably GP two for you more than F two, mm. no? Yeah, I think like before, um, Super Formula, yes. Mm. But then once I was in Super Formula, there was kind of. Yeah, those Best are kind of of badass time, cars. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were awesome, man. They were so good. So good. Watching an onboard of a super Formula car is borderline scary. You go into yeah. T1 at Suzuka, you, it doesn't really look like you decelerate much. You just go in hard and just rack lock. Yeah, almost. Like, Suzuka in the winter test is, <laughs> is like mad, man. It's, what was so weird for me at the time was um, it ended up just becoming normal. You know, people would talk about how good the cars are, and I'm like, you know, you're just driving it so moment. often, and mm. same kind of tracks. Super GT as well is insane. Like mm. The tire grip you have in Super GT, man, is nothing you'd ever experience. Tell me so. the story about your first test in uh, Malaysia. I remember you told me a funny story back in the day. Yeah. When you went out the box and uh, hit the brake and <laughs> didn't realize, am I... Am I Talking shit. Maybe. This is your story run now, Marcus. Run, run, run away. Story Take, story it away. Take it away. <laughs> so Nick Cassidy came out the pits on a super, super GT yeah. test. First ever one. In yeah. Malaysia, right? Uh, Malaysia yeah. Seaplane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it wasn't used to not having, um, you know, the wheels you can see when, when they're locking or not. Mm -hmm. um, so he went down to T1 and started pushing the brake and thought that, oh, shit, the car's not decelerating at all, you know. So you got to hit the brake. I can tell you now that's not true. Shut up. Continue. And uh, so he kept pushing the brake harder and harder and harder until he looked in the mirrors and saw just a cloud of smoke. He'd just been locking up all the way on entry. Yeah, not true. And then Adele appeared out of the cloud <laughs> of smoke. And then he found but 10 bucks on the pit lane. Yeah, there we go. No, it wasn't quite true. But I do remember my first <laughs> test. <laughs> okay. But I do remember my first test. I went to Malaysia. I was signed as race driver for Tom's. But they have this thing there that it's like tire testing and so they only no no serious so it's two drivers for the car but the engineers only want to use the um the like their number one driver yeah. for for the tire test because it's bridge owner paying for the test and they want the information so normally you'd think okay it's 50 50 or whatever and we're doing 12 sets of tires a day maybe mm. more 150, 160 laps, 170 laps a day for the car. I remember my first day, I did an install. On day four was the most laps I did in a day of the test. I did six laps. Six? Six. Oh. I, I've been hanging in, hanging in Malaysia for five days. And I've just left. having coffees, drinking coffee. Yeah. I've and left yeah. and I'm just like, like young fiery Nick, like blowing up. Like, <laughs> I'm a race driver, man. I gotta learn how to drive this thing. No, 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 no. You're a young driver. You're a young driver. <laughs> and Stay in the bus. That's kind of like vibes. that's kind of uh, that was the mentality. But in the end, kind of like you learn that's how it is, and that's just how it's always been. But it actually makes it quite hard in Super GT to yeah to learn because yeah. you don't actually get. Because it's, like, it's sort of like the co-driver, but like the co-driver <coughs> effect in the V8 supercars stuff. Like now, there used to be a sand down like all the runs and now it's pretty much just Bathurst and Gold That's, Coast or yeah, something. yeah similar but it's like I mean every race you, you're two drivers you've got to be on it 
but it just means I think once you have experience and once, especially you're the you're the stronger guy, yeah. you end up doing so many laps, so much testing and development. Mm. But to get to that point was was a bit of a slog. It's yeah. a bit like IndyCar in that sense. But like I've I've followed you since I was like a kid, and you've driven I think everything under the sun almost, apart from F1, I'd say. Yeah. No. No. Um, no F2. No like no GB2 test. Um, no. No F1. To test IndyCar was cool. Like I, I'm, I'm jealous of, of you, man. Like it's, I reckon you're in for a seriously cool. Yeah, you've already had a cool year, and I think next year is going to be, even better. So that's, that's awesome. What do you think is like, the most difficult car, in uh, what what's the most difficult car physically you've ever driven in your career? Um. Probably probably the IndyCar, I guess. Um. Must, Every must time he's got a, a race, he comes in and just gives it big ones. Be like, oh, I thought I was going to be really tired, but oh, I could get in again. I feel so fresh. Every race, you jump out like St. Pete, all the hard ones, you make a point. If you're interviewed, you're like, I found that really easy. <laughs> it's MA with the mind games, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, in all seriousness, you tested at Seabrook. Yeah. Which is like, um, how do I put this? Place. What? I don't know. No, nah, man. It's really? like driving... It's like driving through the dunes of Dubai, Clem. Oh, is it? It's so bumpy. Yeah. I've, I've flipped on one of them. Um, them in quads. Dubai. Yeah, in yeah, Dubai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Brings back some memories. Yeah. <laughs> oh, PTSD, as you were saying. Yeah. We've been doing um, like almost 1,000K days doing the hybrid testing. Oh, wow. Around Sebring. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, man. Fuck. <laughs> She's a long day run Sebring. Yeah. And, and what about um, technically? Like, say, obviously, from, from a driving point of view, what was the car that you probably found the, hard, the hardest to get your head around, let's say, in your whole career? If you could pick one car that you think... Formula Renault 2.0. Hard, oh, right? Mate, I sucked in that car. Same. It destroyed my career. Same. Like, I sucked in that car. I felt... What team were I you? actually got through that phase, and once I tested F3, I actually kind of did a good test and that kind of saved me a bit. I was, I was in the best teams. What was it? I had, uh, I was in Quirinan. That's right, yeah. They were mega, they supported me, but I just sucked, man. Yeah, same for me, I, I was in, in, in uh, Kaufman at the time, which were, was arguably one of the best teams. And yeah, man, it was one of those cars where you come in from a lap and you think you've done the lap of your career. And the guy just comes on the radio and goes, yeah, mate, fucking." 1.2 off P15. Teammates on pole. Teammates on pole. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then all of a sudden, you'll do the worst session that you've done all year. And it's fucking quick. scrapping it around, yeah. fucking rears hanging out, fucking going crazy. Across the line, you're like, P5, solid. Yeah, and I was I, just like, how? I had some of my best, like I, my last three rounds in Euro Cup were okay. Like, yeah. But man, I had a hard slog until then and I had no reason why suddenly three races I was okay. Yeah. But I was... I don't know for you, you kind of feel when certain cars work for you or not. For me, always the higher power stuff but that's, I was stronger that, in. That's a surprise because the TRS car is, you know... It's the meant one to be the same chassis. It's pretty yeah. similar. Yeah. Only thing I found different was, like, Formula Renault on throttle. It's, there's no traction there's issues, right? You, you're, and TRS... Remember when I got into it? Did you ever drive the first version yeah, car? Yeah, With the twin cam? Yeah, with the sequential sequential in the yeah. twin cam and yeah. when it come in like traction's a bit difficult and yeah, stuff yeah. and it was a bit wild yeah and then when i went to euro cup just that aspect was gone i don't know how much that changed it but for me in the euro cup car i struggled like mad 
in the TRS was okay. Yeah, to be honest, I, I, it's it's funny you say this because I had exactly the same. I, I did all the, let's say, post-season testing in, in Renault the year before. Everything was fine. Went to TRS. The fucking greatest time of my life. I mean, firstly, I was on the same grid as Marcus for the first time in like four years. And obviously that was fun. It did, did actually really well. And then came back to Europe and all of a sudden I was like, fucking nowhere. And I was like, yeah. what's going on? Some guys are Formula Renault specialists though. Yeah. Like I remember this guy, Max DeForney. Do you remember this guy? <laughs> of course, man. I've watched this, a few races of him. This Belgian dude, do you, yeah. you know. I'm not sure. He would have yeah. this technique. I haven't heard of him since Formula Renault, but he... Um, He'd go into a corner, let's, for argument's sake, say the last chicane of Nürburgring, and he'd keep like 50% throttle under brakes. Yeah, right. So he just like had like full diff engagement under brakes, <laughs> and the geezer would break like 40 meters later than me. But I'd be like rear locking like sideways, and he'd just be like, like an F1 car. And How's the exaggeration? 50% throttle, 50%, yeah. 40 meters later. <laughs> yeah. He's Man, still in sick at the apex. Can you actually those differences? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It would be the biggest shunt, especially in that corner. You'd hit one of the sausage curves and just take imagine, off. Imagine seeing a teammate break 40 meters later. Yeah. I would go home. It's I'd pack my bag and go. to Maru. What's the dumbest thing you've ever seen a teammate do? And what was it? You'd probably give that explanation. Yeah. <laughs> You're actually not wrong. It wasn't 40 meters. It was more like 15, but still... <laughs> It was enough on the data for me to be like, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. So that might be why you haven't heard of him since Formula Reno. <laughs> imagine, imagine being this guy's teammate, you know, Super GT. He's in the car first, wet quality, drying conditions. No experience, comes in. Shit, mate, we don't break turn one. 30 meters. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Oh man! Here we are. So same grid. <laughs> what mate. was your question? What's, what's the dumbest thing you've ever seen a teammate do in that vein of breaking forty meters too late? Oh, I don't know. You don't name and shame, but no, I won't name and shame at all. Probably, probably. Remember, yeah, no, I, I, I yeah, see um, your point. What man. I was going to say was, so you guys were same grid, uh -huh. and I made it happen. Oh, what in karting? In karting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good times. Um, I don't think we've ever told this story about... Because, um, Clem, you probably won't know this, but the reason I was even on that grid was because of this guy right here. Really? 2014. Actually, actually, that come from the former Renault. I just ended up okay. doing a bit of testing with, um, with Maz and, and Ollie Oaks and as, like, kind of the reference driver. Mm -hmm. Wasn't a great reference, but besides the point. Um, and then... You were doing karting in Euromax. Yep. Dan Holland Racing. Dan Holland Racing. That's it. That's it. And uh, I remember he, Ollie was helping out with OTK at the time, some drivers yep. and, and stuff. He was and a talent scout. A talent scout. Yeah. And he had a seat free, and we were at Valencia doing a test. He had a seat free for the World Championship. And I was like, I should put you onto it. And he did a good deal, I think. I think there was a bit of a support. I think Clem was paying for most of it and he got, he got a free ride. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you probably got wrong. No, but I remember um, you did a race in Germany potentially first. Yeah, so you, I got an email out of the blue um, from Ollie yep. saying that you <coughs> recommended me for the World Karting Championship. And I was like, no way. That was with Cosmic. Cosmic, factory team. And uh, I went there 
obviously made good friends with Oli and he sent me to Germany for the German champs. Yeah, nice. Where I almost destroyed Schumacher's German championship. Oh, really? Yeah. I was P2 right behind him and I was like, I even thought just before the corner, I was like... You just saw the headlines. I could easily <laughs> fuck this guy, you know, like... I could just totally just send it and ruin his German championship at Kerpen, you know, his track. Luckily, I didn't. <coughs> but you were there when we did the world championship. Uh, yeah. SA. What, SA. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. That's it. Middle of nowhere. And then I met you. And yeah. what's crazy, man, it was you and, and Felipe. Yeah, we were both in the team as well. Yeah. yeah. It's actually the last time me and Felipe were proper teammates because he stayed in Cosmic and then moved on to, to Tony Kart. I moved on to Tony Kart, yeah. Yeah, back right. in the day. Wasn't the last time you were proper teammates in MP Motorsport last year? Yeah, no, before yeah, that. Right, okay, right, yeah. 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 So what, what were we like as little 14-year-olds? Yeah, that's a good question, actually. What was your first Just impression of us two? Well, Marcus, you would have known him probably a lot younger, but at that age. I just remember thinking that... I remember looking at you, Clem, and thinking that you were quite professional and had a bright future. Oh, <laughs> fuck it, what's happened then? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, you were quite strong that, that weekend or that, that season, right? I had a, I had a pretty good season. It was my first season internationally as well. Um, that SA weekend was average compared to usual. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, I remember Ollie always saying good things. Well, I think, uh, I mean, the surprise for me in that whole championship was in the European championship at, uh, La Conca. It was my first proper international race. I go out for quality and I, I freaking pulled my group and I was like, how the fuck has that happened? Like, yeah. this is not normal. And That's then cool. uh, proceeded cool. to getting hit off the track pretty much every start, which was... Well, your, okay. uh, the selling point for that Cosmic seat was you doing well at Zuera. I remember that. Uh, probably as well. I don't recall Zuera that well, but yeah. Followed by Cass sending Jaden messages telling me to lose weight for the race in SA. Really? Because really? I was a little chubby kid. That's really? not true. You always quite fit. Yeah, but I was, I was pretty stocky when I was like 14. I don't remember saying that. You I, like you were say that I, think, yeah. I think this is a bit of the 40 meter story yeah. coming out. Yeah, no, the one thing I do the, remember though is you used to, and I've brought this up on the podcast before, I think you used to have this fishnet mesh singlet that you'd wear under your race suit when you were karting when you were about that age, 13, 14. So you're running around in the fishnets as a 13 year old topless. Pretty hot. Yeah, no, well, I don't recall that at the at the World Championships. I no, think that no, was probably probably yeah. a slightly different standard yeah. by that point. Yeah, it was like you know, have you seen that movie Fifty First Dates? No. Okay. Yeah, there's a character who wears one in that, but we'll move on. Um, good movie, actually. Yeah, fantastic movie. Yeah. One of Adam Sandler's best. <laughs> yeah. What's Adam Sandler's second best movie in your opinion? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like this is a better question than. Um, <clears throat> second best movie. Mm. What's the golf one? Happy Gilmore. Happy, Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. I would say Happy Gilmore. Yeah. But Happy I wouldn't Gilmore's say that's Fifty First Dates is the best. No. The best yeah, movie yeah. is Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Yeah, it's a good one with uh, Cole Sprouse. Hot. I don't that's think I've it. seen that one. It's mate, it's one of the best. Yeah, that's a good one. I'd say yeah. for me the second best one is Uncut Gems. Uh, it's Happy Gilmore number one. Yeah, really? I I'd I've say seen Happy that. Gilmore number one too. Yeah, yeah. I've, I reckon I've seen Happy Gilmore fifteen times. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Where would you rate Grown Ups two in that one? I, I think it's struggling to score points. Yeah, it's um, terrible. It's not quite the top ten. But Grown Ups one though, to be fair, like not that bad. If not, if it's not scoring points, it's not. Grown Ups two was directed and everything by him, wasn't it? His own company. I think that's a basic. I think Netflix just went, "Here's a fuck ton of money. Don't go anywhere else." And he was like, "Cool." Yeah. Okay. yeah. The new sports one that he's done with LeBron James, I would say, is up there. Apparently, that's very good. Yeah. I haven't seen that. It's a very, Neither. Is it good? Is it the one about the basketball it? scout? 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, mate. Yes, that is very good. Really good. Yes, true, true. I haven't seen that one. Mm, like that one. What do you reckon uh, Richard Gere's second best movie is? Who's Richard, Richard Gere? Gere? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so maybe you should have chosen an actor, not from the 80s. But um, <laughs> any other, Leonardo DiCaprio, second best film? Um, I've always been a big fan of Titanic. Yeah? yeah. That's just because there's a I've never, I've never finished Titanic. Really? I've watched half or... You only got to the Model T scene and that was all you needed. <laughs> Bit of a big movie guy in the corner, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm actually liking this though. DiCaprio's second best. Um, what would you say is his best? Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, yeah it's got to be phenomenal. Film. Yeah. yeah. Reminds me a lot of Clem, that. Does it? <laughs> I, I watched a clip from Wolf of Wall Street the other day. And it's when um, Margot Robbie throws the water on him. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What an amazing scene that was. Unbelievable. Any scene with Margot Robbie yeah. that is an amazing scene. Yeah, it reminds me a lot Wake of the relationship, actually. What are you doing? What are you doing? It was this you're talking about last night. <laughs> Who? 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 What are you, a fucking owl now? <laughs> <laughs> and what the fuck is Venice? Unreal. <laughs> Venice, it's a condominium, baby. <laughs> So you're investing in Italy? No, California, baby. <laughs> Stop flexing your muscles, John. You look like a fucking imbecile. Great movie. This is yeah, the most white man is... thing ever, just sitting around quoting Wolf of Wall Street yeah, to each other. Yeah. All right. Way better than Essay. No, but Shutter Island, I think, second best. For That's a great film as well. Yeah, very challenging as well at the end. Yeah, I'm not sure about the end. I don't understand. It's quite new. Conclusion. I didn't think you would, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great film well, give, me, give me your honest opinion of the, uh, the conclusion to that film well the whole pretense of the film is that he's a detective looking into what's going on there and then in the end you, it actually transpires that he was a patient being submitted to the island as a, you know, to suddenly you know, go for treatment there right? Um, and so the perspective of pretty much the first 90% of the film is from his own point of view right. and what he thought was happening around him whereas the last fraction of the film shines a light on what's actually happening and how mentally disturbed the character truly is. Wow. Yep. It's almost like you prepared that. Haven't, uh, literally yeah. off the top of my head. <laughs> wow. Big movie guy. It's not, not bad. I, I quite it's like uh, Catch Me If You Can. Oh, fantastic. Very good. With Tom Hanks. That is Very a great good. one. Tim Honks. Yeah. Tom Honks. Tim Honks. <laughs> Tim Honks. <laughs> Tim Honks. <laughs> what was the other one upstairs? <laughs> he said... You guys haven't seen Family Guy, have you? Of course we have. I mean, of course I have. I've seen all of them. Tim, all right. Uh, Will Ferrell's second best movie. <coughs> oh, man. The, uh, Get Hard was pretty good. Get Hard that was, good. was funny. That's a modern classic, I think. Uh -huh. I and mean, Step Brothers has got to be number. Oh, I mean, it's either Step Brothers or Talladega. Those are the number. You know. Yeah, there's, there's the trio, isn't there? That's one and two. What's the third? Well, there's Step Brothers. Well, yeah. that's old school. Oh, that's old school, good. so good. Old <laughs> it goes school. streaking. Yes, yes, unreal. <laughs> I didn't realize that that's where James Courtney got Frank the Tank from. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I didn't know James Courtney had a Frank the Tank thing. <laughs> when he wins the race, stands on the Oh, race. yeah. <laughs> Look, it's pretty good. Best haircut in supercars, James Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a celebration? Um, well, I haven't won a race in a while. It's probably yes, been, true. <laughs> it's been 12 months or so. More than that. Um, 
What one was uh, exactly 12 months? One I've always really wanted to see, and I've never seen anyone do it, um, and it only works for a single seat. If you jump out, yeah. Halo makes it a bit harder these days, but if you get it, and then you do the surfboard, you do the paddle, and then pop up and give it one of those. You know, <laughs> that's one I'm dying to see. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Sort what? of the Kelly Slater. So, I'll, yeah, but you can't remember, really do that on remember, IndyCar, though, because the nose is <laughs> The aero round. screen's a real for, challenge. For, for me, DaCosta always had the best celebrations. I don't know if you ever saw much of his stuff. No. Man, 2012, I think, he had a really good end of the year. And oh, he was winning World, every race, pretty much, World yeah. Series 3.5. Yeah. Strong field, like, and he had so much confidence at that time. But it was cool. It was, like, awesome to see goes see him go through that stage in his career, right? But I remember one of the, the races, he'd, you know, he was new to Red Bull, and he jumped out and he sat on the engine cover and rode the bill. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Cool. I think that was... He, I, think he, I think he kicked that off. Yeah. But then I remember Barcelona, he, he won by a long way, and he did the in-lap also flat out. So when he got back... I was, gonna, to, I was about to say the testicular risk involved in that yeah, did like I don't know how quick but he was quick in the end lap he had time to get out of the car and do one of these ones <laughs> <laughs> oh that is fucking good <laughs> I thought you meant he like he went too hard on the end lap and the engine was still too hot and he cooked himself no 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 like no, so he, he had time to literally yeah, no, get out of the for a minute I try and keep cool. the celebrations like obviously you get out of the car you're happy and stuff but I think Rory can testify to the fact that I like to do him a celebration on the podium and it Tends to be a um, every celebration. It's 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 a massive chug of champagne. Is it? I've always you know looked up to Kimi Räikkönen yeah, as one of my Reichen idols. Pioneered that one. And um, yeah. yeah, since then I've well, just... look, actually talking of pioneers, I'd like to bring up uh, David Reynolds as well, who the true pioneer of the Shoei. Um, yeah, true. Sure. Supercars doesn't get enough credit. Uh, Daniel doesn't. Ricciardo falsely credited with that one, but uh, yeah, I think that's a real point of contention. Have you ever done a Shoei before? I have. Yeah. How did it taste? Was it your own shoey or was it a... Uh, were you the, I think it was. Yeah, it was my own. Were yeah. you the shoeer or the shoey? I was like, <laughs> pouring it here, pouring it here, pouring it there. No. Not, no, not for you. Not me, no. Did it make the taste, the champagne taste any different? You'd have thought I, so. you think so, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do a blind back-to-back there on the no, I didn't, the didn't quite. I, I went I'll, through a stage of not drinking. I, I, I do this occasionally few months or whatever and um man to be honest the first like half of this year i didn't have a drop of alcohol but podiums actually all of a sudden i was getting like more podiums than i expected and actually it was way harder than i yeah no for sure yeah especially with you guys because i mean i downed uh i think it was a a magnum (laughs) tends to be what you get on the uh, f2 podiums but you guys in fe they're huge, the bottles. Oh, the bottles. Huge. Yeah. I mean, it'd be hard to chug that one. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> well, it's good when the winning team gets the bottle as well, because then you kind of have like the team drinks and then yeah. the driver drinks. Yeah. yeah. It's good. <laughs> it works well. Um, we probably should talk a little bit about your new team, Jaguar. You're moving there next year to <coughs> partner up with countryman I, Mitch I, Evans. I hope I'm still moving there after this episode. Yeah, it's uh, but, t- touch and um, go. Touch and go. Yeah, that's why we got Rory over here. He's a true professional. Yeah, yeah. Rory will trim it down. But Thank you, uh, you must be looking forward to that, having raced against Mitch pretty much your entire career and now meeting back again in the same team. Yeah, it's going to be cooler. It's going to be good. A bit of fun. It's a bit of a nostalgic moment for me, really. 
seeing Mitch and Nick. It almost feels like an A1 GP team for New Zealand. And, to uh, me, it reminds me of Giles Motorsport back in 2011. <laughs> Giles Motorsport, great yeah. team. Cracking yeah. team. Actually, very good team. Good memories. Very, very, very smart guy. Um, yeah, but it'll be cool. It'll be very cool. It's crazy how many Kiwis are at the front of... I mean, not to toot our own horn, but like... in We've got four in IndyCar, essentially. Four? If we include Tom. If you include Tom. Yeah. Um, we got you two boys in Formula E. Emma Gilmore in Extreme E. Um, who else and we Wick. got up there? Hartley, yeah, killing it in Wick. Lawson probably in F1 Lawson, he's had a bit of a year as well, I think, yeah. Um, ben Gisbergen. Yep, big NASCAR guy now. And we're going to forget someone which is going to be really offensive. This is, this is so bad. I'm sure we've forgotten someone. Earl Bamber. Earl, Earl yeah, Bamber, Earl. yeah. He's slipped more into the sort of business owner role now, though. He's running the team. Game a bit more. Doing a good he's job down there in Australia. Doing Cadillac and work as well. Yes, of course he is, yep. Um, James forgot that one. <laughs> yep, of course he is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've forgotten someone as well, I'm sure. I mean, there's, yeah, there's, there's numerous there's New Zealand drivers. Oh, well, a lot, a lot of supercars, obviously. Is uh, Rick Armstrong? Rick Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah. Massive the podium field. at Highlands yep. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Massive. Well, how, to be fair, Rick, if you watch this, he bloody will. cool video. Yeah. It's very, very good video. It's real, man. It's awesome. real. No, it was cool. The real was, was so good. I thought his podium celebrations and his, his, his work in that champagne, mate. <laughs> I, I was loving it. It's like that Dom Rose all over again. Bloody beautiful, Rick. Yeah, yeah he was quite a I, lo- I liked the clear visor fully cracked as well. That was my favorite <laughs> Poor guy. He just, he's out there celebrating his champagne and Clem's taking the piss out of him. I am not, mate. I'm a massive fan of his. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, you know he got a podium at the Bathurst 12 hour recently. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. Have you done Bathurst? No, I haven't. Oh, yeah. On the no, list? It'd be cool, huh? Yeah. I'd like yeah, to go keep, as a spectator. I, I keep saying no whenever I get like a call. I get, I don't know, it looks hard, man. It does look it hard. It looks so hard. Was this the 12 hour or the supercars? Supercars. Yeah, but it's, it's one of those things where you've got to do it once in your life. If you, you get, get the chance. You've got to do it, but... You want to do it at the end of your career, so when you suck, at least you're on the way out anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those you don't want to show yourself up early. They look tough to drive, those Yeah, they look so hard, man. I did a a test uh, with with Reynolds and Erebus, Mm -hmm. Winton, Um, and I was was okay. I I felt pretty good, but, man, I locked once. And this is actually a true story about a tire lock, not this rubbish that you've heard before. But I locked like, you know, second to last corner at Winton by any chance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I locked there. Every bush in the district is on fire. Like, <laughs> and, and I've just ended up pit lane entry, box guys. Man, you have got no chance of stopping. Like, you, I don't know. For me, the, the brake feeling is so heavy and the tire is small and those things is, is tough. And I think going to to the street tracks, Bathurst, big respect for those guys. Like they, you know, SVG in those old cars, especially mm. on the brakes. You know, they make Reynolds, them look easy, yeah. Yeah, mm. the, the top guys there are, are pretty, pretty damn good. I love watching the old Bathurst uh, top 10 shootout when they don't even put the Yeah, the that is on. great. That's they don't the, put the mirrors on. They don't put the mirrors on because they know they're going to take them straight off. That is fucking cool. They run it that close to the wall and... Sometimes I don't even know if it's necessary to run it that close to the wall. Yeah. You just do it for fun, mate. You just want to hear the little... Yeah. It's like an exit. When you know 
you're a bit slow and you open it up just to make sure it, it looks, looks like fast. on the limit. Yeah. <laughs> the second time comes up plus half a second. <laughs> oh no. I remember when I first started karting, you know how you had those like outside like rumbly strips like the curbing and then they'd be like, oh, don't use it because it'll slow you down going on the straight. Like, yeah, but it makes like the F1 noise. Like, <laughs> it's the thing about it. He's the only guy I said that, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why you There's something about, you know, when you go on the strip and it makes the noise, it's very satisfying. No? Maybe that's why I never made No, exactly that. You, you've got that right. Well, James, you're, you're about to become a, a professional racing driver. Yep. He's, uh, he's Update. partaking in... Uh, Alfa Romeo UK Championship. Yep. No way. Well, I'm doing one race because uh, that's all they've asked me to do. But, uh, oh, good. Yeah, no, looking forward to it. So officially reignited, free drive. Can't say that for a lot of guys, you know. Um, out no, there, good. So. That's so good. I, Yeah, everyone else watching this who's paying a few grand to go race doesn't like exactly that, yeah i mean it's going to be a real charcuterie board of like yeah. race suit boots i mean you, one of your lids probably like i'm going to try bother Wait, when, when is it i'm doing a test next week and i'm doing a race next year is the test okay. next week next weekend yeah you're in the gym you're pumping iron massively so oh man we've been we've been hard at it obviously the thing is we're trying to do sort of a, a bit, bit of a bit of a document <laughs> you, you dirty minds there uh, <laughs> nothing about dirty minds we're just laughing <laughs> <laughs> we, we've uh, we've uh, <laughs> we've been um, you know we, we, we're sort of trying to film this documentary about James's career and is Rory going with you or uh, we should He's trying to get Jimbo Harrison on the old uh, Jimbo yeah. Harrison substitute producer Jimbo Harrison. So James is rocking up for his first car test ever at Donington with a oh, film crew. Yeah, yeah. No film way. crew. I'm not um, even yeah. sure I have a mechanic. I think. <laughs> Imagine this guy. He's got a film crew. He's going to stall on pit access. PR <laughs> team. PR team will cut that out, mate. Don't didn't, worry. Didn't you guys go to like Brands Hatch or something? I'm sure I saw Goodwood. Goodwood. Yeah, made some avocado toast uh, doing a lap. I think it was Goodwood. scary, man, him driving around the track. Because he was going for it. And yeah. that GLC was pointy. Mate, you like you bring how, this how up you every guys, episode. How do you guys um, make that kind of thing happen? I'm impressed. It's cool. To be honest, like, Boring. I don't know. He's, he's, he is the boy. Yeah, nice. He'll make everything happen and make it look good. But we actually nice. just, um, we went to, <coughs> what's the track called again? Goodwood. Goodwood. Uh, <laughs> to, to do like a bit of a day with Rob Wilson. Okay. And so I... For, for you know, we sort of, we sort of Trojan horsed me in, if yeah. you will. So you did the day and then threw a bit of avocado toast in the end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. Rob was like, we did a, we did like half a day of like training, and then, and then I was like, you mind if we do a bit of filming in my car? And he's like, sure. And we're gonna like the avocado out and like. Yeah, well, I mean, he could go out and smoke a few more cigarettes. So yeah, sweet. <laughs> I have I've never, s- I've never, never done s- a day with him, but I'd oh. love, I'd love to. Fascinating. I'll tell you what, the, yeah. it, it's, I hear, it's, really good things. it's fascinating. And then the best thing about Rob Wilson is, honestly, his smoking is, is, is incredible. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> it is something I have never seen before. <laughs> so, obviously, you're driving, I, I don't know what car you're driving, but mine was a Vauxhall yeah. Astra, right? Yeah, and true, yeah. you're coming into these corners, obviously, the brakes are only going to last a lap. And then the pedal's going really long. So, you've got to go take it for a couple of laps around. So, he'll go out, set a benchmark lap, Obviously, you're on the timing, and once it, you give him the time, and he'll go, "Yeah, good lap. Deserve a cigarette for that." So you park <laughs> up. He'll go outside, start smoking a cigarette. You go and do your couple of laps, and then you'll sort of work through the day, slowly getting to his target. And then the moment you beat his target, he'll go, "Good job. I deserve a cigarette for that." 
because he's coached you to beat yeah. them. And then he'll go out, have another cigarette, mate. I've never seen... Uh, he must go through he four did, he, did, he did the coolest thing I've ever seen someone do. We're not condoning smoking on this podcast, but... Um, so we came, he did a push lap and you know, he had needed to do this a rolling lap don't use the brakes cool them down yeah. he needs to you drop him off before you do of that course. lap so he can like so he jumps out lights a cigarette off the brake disc and goes right take it around <laughs> <laughs> like, that's nah. the best thing I've ever seen nah. <laughs> <laughs> you've never done a day with him yeah no, no. just to paint a picture uh, have you met him before no he's no. like probably close to 75 years old wouldn't he really I'd say, I'd say he'd be the closest thing to Yoda I've ever met, and I'm not. That's not necessarily like a dick. He, he's he's a Kiwi. He's yeah, um, yeah. super fast. Oh. but he's also a singer. No what? Yes, he's, he's got the voice for it. Actually, he ha- he he's got a, a real radio voice. <laughs> no, seriously, too. we'll we'll put it up on the screen. There is Rob Wilson singing a song called "Get Me on the Plane," and it's got like a hundred and fifty thousand views or something. He's the lead singer. And wow. And actually, we should point out Rob Wilson is also the, the driver coach to Juan Pablo Montoya, Coulthard, Stoffel Van Dorn, Van Lance Dorn, Stroll, yeah, you yeah, name it. Everyone, yeah. And uh, he sings this beautiful song, real catchy. Get me on the plane. Down, 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 down. Get me on the plane. Kraus. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we can end it there on a bit of music. We've yeah. had some food. We've had movies. We've had music. We've wait, had wait, Nick before, Cassidy. We've got the confession box that we've got. Oh, okay, so now we're going to do the, the segment we do every time that's never made it to where I'm pretty sure because it's always been edited out. So yeah. yeah this cool. is, you can pretty much consider this the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, <clears> well, in case that is the case. Yeah. Thanks for having us, guys. And in case it's not, keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> So we've got a few cards here. Um, we're choosing the reddies. No, we're not going to run the red. I'm not running red. I'm not running red. Come for the reddies. Yeah, boy. <laughs> oh, Marble reds. Marble reds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're putting the blacks in there as well, man. It's going to be... We can't, obviously... Well, don't put the family ones, though. They're, like, real sentimental. I read a few of those. I almost wanted to cry. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. So this is like really bad, is it? Well, it's a bit. It's sort of Cards Against Humanity esque, yeah. is it? Uh, I've never played it, but anyways, <laughs> pick a card. Are we all, should we all pick a card? Yeah, but we can't pick Perhaps. them from different colours. I think we should all pick the do, same. Do color. something a bit, a bit tame that actually has a chance of making the episode. We don't know. That's the thing. <laughs> all right, I'll I'll pick a card. Okay, let's all just pick one and see where this ends. Oh no. He said just don't take a red. And he's gone for a red. Because oh, I'm asking you guys. Okay, so question. if you don't want to read the questions, you just oh, you would, like pass it to the right? Yeah. Just, should we do that? If you don't want to read your question, pass it to the right? Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, I won't read mine. Huh? Mark, you, I'm sure you would. Have a... All right, uh, Nick, because this, is, this right. is a brutal pause. <laughs> Clem, I'm not going to ask you first. Oh. oh, yeah, I can ask this I've actually got, I've got quite a good... I'm happy with mine, to be honest. All right, go for God. Um... Who's it directed to? In Anyone, I think it's I mean, a yeah. I think question. I mean, I'll answer my. But uh, who would you, who who would you least mind as your partner? A maniac overachiever or a kindly underachiever? It's kindly underachiever every time. Am I not right? I like kind people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to date a maniac. Oh, is this who you were dating? You mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 As a partner. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably go with the same mate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to go with the room. Yeah, no maniacs. Can't be destroyed. All right. So this this one's actually pretty good. 
I, I, I guess not many people will answer. Um, how much money do you have, James? <laughs> uh, where's my phone? I can actually tell you. Oh, here it is. Uh, in my bank account at the moment. <laughs> this, is, this is bound to be good, mate. Just using Face ID. Okay, uh, Premier Savings Account. Uh, 20p. <laughs> 20 pence. Uh, debiting account, minus 1,621 pounds. Uh, credit card, minus 6,821 pounds and 48 pence. That's how much money I've got. Holy moly, mate. Do you, need, do you need a hand? <laughs> yeah. Everything okay? Yeah. What about you, Marcus? <laughs> I'll go last. <laughs> <laughs> Nick? I just want to take my... <laughs> I want to take back my comment about the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Yet you're wearing a Rolex. Yeah. Yeah. You are wearing a Rolex. I am wearing a Rolex. That tells you everything you need to know about me. <laughs> That's where the minus 6K has come from, isn't it? Uh, it's a bit more than that. <laughs> yeah. So, Nick? I want to know. Nick, good. Nick, That's Nick's a good question. problem to have. Yeah. Five, right. bu- five bucks. What's your question you've got in your card, mate? Would you, in general, prefer to be prefer to punish or be punished? Oh, I had this one yesterday. The question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Probably cut. Move on. Yeah, I'll say yeah. we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, he's still gone red, though. Oh yeah, we still got another ready over here. Oh yeah, another couple of marble yeah, reds. What's Have the... you got a ready as well? Yeah, you go on. What do you find, Clem? What do you find erotic in the workplace? We've dis- we discussed this pre-podcast, did we? Yeah, we, because we reworded the question. It's essentially asking, "What's your favourite kind of workplace sexual harassment?" Yeah, you're not. Right. We're not answering that. Rory. No, no. <laughs> go ahead. We can throw that one out. What what hang-ups do you have around sex? We had this question. Yeah, yeah too. Maybe what, we should shuffle is, the deck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hang on. <this> <laughs> Sitting around complaining. We've heard this one. No, you make this. Actually, I could have described that. This this flows so well. How to play? No. Oh my days. That's for James. Why are they? You know. Um. Okay, this is for Clem. Oh, cheers. What is your type? Describe them in great detail. Oh, my type. Tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for blonde, blue eyes, quite tall. That is not your type at all. No, that's actually very nice. I've got a photo of your type because you sent me, and we'll get this up on the screen. No, you uh, won't. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's all right. We won't get on the screen. <laughs> Novak like screenshotted like the left hand side of his matches on like one of the apps, and they were all just like dark sort of olive Brazilian skin tones with like brown hair. They was in his Brazilian looked, phase at the moment. It was Brazilian. copy and paste. <laughs> it was so. There funny. you go. I don't even need to answer. James does it for me. Have you changed your opinion on your favourite? What's like the most attractive accent? Oh, still Brazilian for me. Did you say that last time? No. <laughs> Probably said Italian. What, what about you, what, yes. what, what language do they speak? Portuguese. Okay, you were aware. That's good. <laughs> it helps. 
Um, We're just keeping on going with yeah, the no, I'm, gonna, now. I'm just going to keep, keep. Oh yeah, here's one for Clem. Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, not fun, is it? This won't make the podcast a bit of a cut. Who do you rather regret sleeping with? 